Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello and welcome. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and ultimately enjoy more money. Now, one of our biggest expenses is, of course, our mortgage or uh, maybe saving for a mortgage, providing a home or, you know, the outlay you've got on your investment mortgages. And for this reason, it's important that you keep an eye on it. And I would say that reviewing your mortgage could save you thousands of pounds, dollars or euros or whatever you uh, pay in. Now, we've had 10 years roughly of very low interest rates. They call it cheap money, this endless money supply, because the, the Fed and the Bank of England have, have pumped billions into the economy following the, the financial crash. And that has uh, had good points because um, they, they've, they've basically printed money. But it, it, keeping low interest rates or keeping interest rates low has probably saved a lot of our backsides from big problems. Um, if interest rates were much higher, I think more people, a lot more people would have lost their houses and gone into to bankruptcy and got into to a lot of trouble, not just on uh, uh, mortgages for, for homes, but commercial mortgages and loans and, and all these things. Now, I remember, well, I remember that when there was real recessions, when, you know, rates went up uh, enormously up to 16%. I remember that day um, when there were, there was this interest rate crisis and we come out of the um, the, the the monetary system that was at that time and uh, rates went up, for, I think, from 10 to 12 to 16% in a day. And uh, then we come out of the what was called the EMS, the exchange rate mechanism. And so there was chaos. I, I, I had a mortgage. My very first mortgage when I bought a flat was uh, at the rate was 12%. And that was in the summer. And by the time I'd got possession of the, the flat in early January, I think it took about six months for them to move. The The rate had gone up to 16 and a quarter percent and the payments had, had doubled, uh, almost doubled anyway. And it was really unaffordable at that time. Uh, but I, I managed to struggle on. And I remember thinking, what am I doing? You know, all my friends are out enjoying themselves and having parties and driving nice cars. I'm in this old banger trying to pay my mortgage. But by the end of two or three years, and when I sold that flat and bought the next property, it had gone up by £10,000. I think it was only uh, sixteen or £17,000 to start with, and it had gone up uh, by £10,000, so almost 50% uh, rise, uh, maybe it's more than 50% rise in two or three years. So, so it's certainly a good investment. But my, my mortgage in those days, mortgages were, were killers. You know, it, one, one time people would have been happy to get a fixed rate of 10% or a fixed rate of 7 or 8%. Now we're looking at fixed rates of, you know, 2% less or less even. So getting back to the, the, the main point, it's, it's important to, to keep an eye on, on your mortgages. And it's good that we've had low interest rates, but definitely the, the, the Bank of England, the Fed have, have signaled an end to this cheap money and endless money supply and, and low interest rates at the same time. So, so now is the time to review your mortgage and if possible, 
fix it. Now, you need to take advice from your own financial advisor, your own mortgage advisor. I'm not here to tell you to go for a three-year or five-year or 10-year fixed. You know, you've got to decide that yourself. But I, I recently reviewed a, an, an investment mortgage, a buy-to-let mortgage, and I, it, it went down from £700 a month to £300 a month. That's a saving of £400 a month. And, you know, if you imagine that, that's £5,000 a year over a three-year fixed period. It's it's actually a saving of £15,000. That is a saving on what I would have just left it at. If I just left it at, in fact, the deal had ended, so uh, it would have gone up to the variable rate. So I've, I've actually saved even more than £400 a month, probably more like six or £700 a month because my payments would have jumped up from the initial fixed rate that I had. Um, so I've probably saved myself fifteen to £20,000 and, and what did I have to do for that? Oh, I had to make a phone call. I had to phone my broker and say, hello, could you review my mortgage? And he come back to me the next day and said, well, I've got this, this deal, that deal, that deal. And, and that was it. Then I, I met him once, signed a few forms that he printed off. And that, that has saved me fifteen to £20,000 over the next uh, th three years, which, which is wonderful. And that, that money is directly coming into my pocket because it means that I'm paying out less on my mortgage and I've got more rental income in, in my pocket directly. I've done this a lot. Um, I've, I've had one or two properties that I had where the mortgages started off at £1,000 per month each. And by, by reviewing them straight away and, and getting better deals, they eventually come down to £500 a month. And, and one of them now uh, has come down to £350 a month just by keeping an eye on things, keeping on top of things and, and making that phone call. Now, you, you should diarise this yourself. You should know exactly when your initial deal is com coming to an end, like if you've got a two-year fixed or a two-year discount or a five-year, whatever, that should be in your diary, in your in your phone calendar or etched in your mind or put on your fridge that, you know, you've got to review this three or four months before it comes to an end. Because if you don't, the, the deal that you have will come to an end and, and a lot of people get into a, a mortgage on a, on a discount or, or an initial low fixed rate. And then at the end of that, your rate is almost bound to go up to the standard variable rate. And and rates are not going to get any lower than they are now. They've already gone up a little bit. There's still some good deals out there. Um, but if you, if you don't, you know, if you don't uh, do something about it, you, you will end up on a, on a variable rate, a standard rate, and, and that will be much higher than the deals that you've got. So if you snooze, you lose. You've got to do something about this and got to, got to keep an eye on it. So diarise those mortgage deals. Now, your broker, if they have any savvy, they should be, calling you, you know, four or five months before the end of your deal. But mine doesn't. He, he waits for me to phone him. Um, but but I, I'm, I I have to do that. And I use him because he's got all my details there. So he doesn't need to ask me all the details again. Um, he's got it all there. And, he, and he'll then, but he's not proactive. He won't call me and say, look, we need to do something about this. I have to call him sometimes once or twice. But that's what it takes. A little bit of effort to save 15 or 20,000 um, pounds. Now, the other myth is that you always have to switch lenders. You don't necessarily have to change lenders to save money on your mortgage. In that earlier example, where my mortgage had gone down from 1000 to 500 I just stayed with the same lender. I just said, what have you got? I'm, I'm, I'm either going to move my mortgage or if you can offer me a better deal, I'll stay with you. And, and they said, yeah, we've got this deal. And uh, you know that was it. I, I didn't have to do anything. I think it, I, I, I paid the broker a small fee to administer it. And then I, I, I might have paid a lender fee as well. Uh, but you know that 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 was an immediate saving of six thousand pounds a year, five hundred pound a month, six thousand pounds a year. I think it was a two-year deal, so that's twelve thousand pounds immediately saved. 
Uh, and in fact, it was more because the rate would have shot up anyway. And then when it comes to the end of that um, £500 a month deal, if I'd left it as it was, that that rate would have automatically gone up to seven or eight hundred pounds a month, I think, at the time. And by by then saving again, making that phone call. And I, I think I stayed. I, I might have switched lender then. <clears throat> I eventually got one of them down to three fifty a month. Um, so immediately saving myself one hundred and fifty pound a month. Plus, I've saved myself what it would have gone up to. So I've probably saved myself around five hundred pound a month immediately. Uh, so it, it's certainly worth doing this now. Most people will probably keep an eye on their mortgages, but um, it, it's important. And, and so you don't need to switch lenders. Um, just get on the phone, find out what they can offer you because all lenders have got deals. Unfortunately, some lenders offer better deals to new borrowers than they will to their existing borrowers. I, I don't know why. Uh, obviously, they want to attract the, the new borrowers more, but um, it seems strange that they'll say, well, we'll give you this if you're a new borrower coming to us and no fees and all that sort of thing. But when you're when you're with them, they don't treat their uh, existing customers as well as they do, you know, for, for attracting new new people. So just keep an eye on that. Now the other thing to watch is the fees. Obviously, lenders uh, they give you low rates, but they kind of add it on to the fees. If you like, it's it's a little bit of a trick. You know, they say, well, we'll give you one and a half percent fixed. You think, well, how do they do that? You know, how do they make any money on that? You know, the base rate is X, and they're only but what they're doing is then plus there's a £2,000 fee on top or a £1,500 fee. Uh, some of the fees can be £5,000. So your job with your broker is to calculate whether deals are worth it with the fee or whether you should go for a no fee deal. And the way to calculate it is just to say, well, this deal with a £1,000 fee, £1, fee is £500 a month. Um, and you know it's a two year fixed. So you can work out over the two years you'll be paying £500 a month or 6000 a year. So over two years, that's £12,000 plus the £1,000 fee. Then you could say, well, there's a lower rate, which will cost me £400 a month. And uh, that's uh, £5,000 a year, roughly. So that's £10,000 over the two years. But there's a, a £2,000 fee or a £3,000 fee. And then you just add it all up. Normally, there's not a lot of difference in it. Some people go for the the higher fee and a lower payment because the fee is kind of added onto the, the mortgage and uh, so you don't feel it so much. And the additional interest you pay on that little bit of extra fee is negligible, maybe three or four pounds a month. So if you're looking for the lowest fee, lowest payment per month, then the high, higher fee and low payment deal would be better for you. But if you're looking to save money overall on interest over the years, then, you know, maybe the the, the lower fee and not adding the fee to the mortgage or paying the fee yourself out of your own pocket might be the best deal. I personally just add the fee to the mortgage because, you know, inflation is working for you with mortgages because in five, 10 years time, that, that fee is diminished in value. In fact, your whole mortgage is diminished in value because of inflation. You know, if I borrow £100,000 a day and pay it back in 20 years time, you know, the value of that £100,000 is not the same as it is today, is it? It's probably going to be worth the same as £25,000. I might be able to pay that that off out of my savings or out of a credit card. You know, it it's, and that, that's where inflation works for you. So I, I tend to add the fees on, but you've got to take your own personal choice on that. Um, I, I just find it convenient to add the fee and it makes no difference. And it keeps my payments down. It keeps my cash flow up. So so I personally go for the interest-only mortgages on, on investment properties and that, that suits me because I get more cash flow 
and I'll worry about paying the mortgage off later, but you've obviously got to make sure that you've got the mechanism and the vehicle in place to pay the mortgage off. And this is why the, the Bank of England have clamped down on some of the interest-only mortgages for uh, residential mortgages because people will get into the end of their mortgage and say, oh, uh, I didn't know it was interest-only. Now I haven't got any money to pay it off. So I need to extend it for another 20 years. And the lender says, no, we don't want to extend it for another 20 years. You're already 70 years old. So, you know, you've got to... Uh, and then, of course, they blame the advisor for not telling them. But, you know, when I was a financial advisor, um, I, I found that the people who were, you know, the people who had money and, and, and were thinking about money and, and reviewing their mortgages and reviewing their money coming in and out knew exactly where they were. They'd say, right, I've got a fixed deal on that. It, it expires next March. And, you know, then I'll be I'll be changing that deal. Um, so uh, be, be like that sort of person. Be the person that watches their money, that keeps an eye on their money and watches their mortgages and, and when they're going to, to expire, etc. Their mortgage deals are going to expire because it's very important. This is your biggest, probably your biggest expense that you've got and you'll ever have. So it, it pays to review it. And if you're on a standard variable rate at the moment, um, and, and a lot of people are, believe it or not, a lot of people are not on any deal. They might have had a fixed rate years ago and they're on a standard, on a standard variable. It might be a good time to look at whether you should fix it or not. Um, definitely if you just phone your lender, I'm sure they'll say, yeah, you're on a standard variable now. Uh, that rate is 3% and we can give you a, a 2% or 2.5% or right now. Um, so that'll immediately save you money. I mean, if you're at the end of your mortgage and you're just paying it off, I wouldn't worry about it. You know, if you've got two or three years to go and, and you're not bothered about it, just pay it off as quickly as you can. But it, but it makes sense to get a lower interest rate. Then it helps you pay the mortgage off quicker because you can always overpay. So, uh, if you're on, if you're one of the thousands of people that is on a variable rate, definitely you've got to look at fixing it or getting a discount rate or getting some sort of deal, whether it's with your existing lender or remortgaging to another lender. If you remortgage, you need to, you're then changing lenders. You've got to get solicitors involved. You've got to uh, get a survey probably, and it's it's a bit more hassle. Uh, it takes a bit more time, but I've done it many, many times. It, it's still worth it. But if you can get a, a similar deal from your own lender and it's more convenient, definitely I, I would do it. So that's about it for really. The, the key thing here is to review. The other thing to remember is that interest rates in the new year are probably on their way up. We've had low interest rates. We've enjoyed those low interest rates, which have kept us out of deep, deeper recession than we've had and certainly helped a lot of people save their houses. Uh, but th those days are coming to an end. So now is the time to, to look at perhaps fixing your mortgages, mortgage rate uh, in the new year. Uh, generally, a fixed rate will cost you a little bit more than a discount rate, but then you've got that security of knowing that it, it can't go up. Um, I don't think rates are going to go down unless we have another problem. Uh, but, you know, again, take financial advice, uh, be aware of things, always keep an eye on things, always read I've talked about financial education before. Always keep an eye on those, especially those weekend broadsheet newspapers that uh, will, will give you an idea of what's going on in the market, give you an idea of some deals. You can look at the internet as well. You can go on, you can find deals on the internet or you can use uh, a mortgage broker. I, I like using a mortgage broker because I can go and talk to him and um, give him my uh, documents and that sort of thing. It's just easy. I, I use a local guy, um, but there are lots of deals online as well. I would say use a broker or use uh, a comparison service rather than just walking into your local lender because they can only sell you what they have. So that's all for today. I hope this has been useful. 
This has been Charles Kelly, otherwise known as Money Kelly, not Money Penny, Money Kelly, bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate, and ultimately enjoy more money. That's all. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 